Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Whatever you do, Gronk, do not spike that child. Gronkowski spikes it, fire the cannons. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. How does Dak look, Zeke Elliott? Dak looks good. He's looking as good as he's ever looked. Deep ball down the right side. He's got Cooper. Earlier on the show, host of the Dan Patrick Show, Dan Patrick. Coming up, Raiders general manager Mike Mayock. Ravens tight end Mark Andrews. Plus, co-host of CBS's The Talk, Jerry O'Connell. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Mark Andrews of the Baltimore Ravens is going to join us in about 20 minutes' time. Mike Mayock, my buddy from way back in the days with NFL Network, will be calling shortly from the front office of the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders and Ravens will finish up the week one that started last night. And um, we'll talk to Mark Andrews about the two stories of the day before the game were from the AFC North, where both Gus Edwards and Marcus Peters, starting running back and cornerback, went down with knee injuries within snaps of each other. Unreal. This is after J.K. Dobbins blew out his knee. And Justice Hill. (sighs) Three running backs and your starting defensive back. And um, that was one story. And then the other one is, it looks like, uh, do you think the Roonies and the front office of the Pittsburgh Steelers take in the Rich Eisen show? That's the only (laughs) conclusion I could make from the fact that the Steelers gave T.J. Watt an unprecedented deal for them. They actually, well, they gave him 80 million guaranteed. He's the highest paid player in the NFL defensive player ever. There you go. Four-year, $112 million contract, $35 million signing bonus, $80 million fully guaranteed through 2023. This is a team that does not give guaranteed money past the first year. And I said to them, well, make an exception for the guy. (laughs) Yeah, right. And then when anybody else comes around and says, well, you did it for T.J. Watt, you simply tell them, you're not T.J. Watt. (laughs) (laughs) That's simple. So they went ahead and did something like that. Yeah, three years of guaranteed money. Good for him. Joining me on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is the general manager of the Las Vegas Raiders, who's getting ready to take on the Baltimore Ravens on Monday Night Football in their beautiful new stadium with fans in it for the first time. Mike Mayock, back here in the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Michael? Rich, I only caught the end of that, but is 
is it true that you were responsible for getting Watt signed to the Steelers? Well, <laughs> he, there may be other moving parts. I mean, he's taking credit, Mike. Mike. Maybe other moving parts. But what I'm saying is I counseled here from this position that their position that they sh- don't do business a certain way, they should make an exception for somebody like Watt. And if anybody comes around and says, yeah, you did it for TJ, you just simply say, yeah, you're not TJ. And it looks like they did that. So that's my only conclusion I could make is that they heard me, Mike. I think they probably did, Rich. Thank you, Mike. You know, you know, I'm just look for affirmation. That's all you know. <laughs> that's what I walk around looking for affirmation from. People. Right. But I am I am curious how a deal like that lands in the lap of another general manager uh, in the in the NFL and what you think of that now that clearly a bar has been raised in a way uh, for others. What do you make of that deal, Mike? You know, I'm always intrigued, Rich by how other teams do business, because they're really 32 separate footprints. Everybody does it a little bit different. We all have different thoughts about how far to carry guarantees out. Um, I'm less intrigued by the numbers, even though they're big numbers, and more just intrigued that they were flexible enough to change a policy they had, which is kind of what you highlighted. Um, and I'm always trying to figure out which way this league's going, which, you know, and what what what? I think agents look at it just like we do. What's becoming more and more acceptable? Where where are the guarantees going? Where are the percentages going? So I'm just always intrigued by these deals to, to kind of learn the details about how ultimately the deal got done. But does that is, is that the way sometimes things go? Where an agent calls up and says you did something for somebody else, and you're going, yeah, well, I like your guy, but uh, he's not the guy that you're referring to, right? Is well, that the way it works, Mike? You know, I mean, I think in any industry, when precedents are set, certain mm-hmm. people are going to want to use that precedent mm-hmm. to their advantage. And it's your it's your job to basically press your case as well on the other yeah, side. You've got to push back. But I you imagine. also have to take the human being into account. Right. So what is on your table, on your inbox now, now that we're ready to play football? What is what what is your job? What is your gig entail right now? Mike, well, I'm I'm kind of anxious to get on the road a little bit, Rich. And you, you know me, I, I like smelling the grass. Yes. And you know, once you get through final cuts and you make some adjustments to that 53, et cetera, and you're you're heading into the roster, I think what I learned when I was at NFL Network was that all 32 GMs kind of had their own way of doing business during the season. Uh, Ozzie Newsom, a guy who I loved, you know, Ozzie believed in being in the building 365 days a year know your team better than anybody else's team. Um, Kevin Colbert, an awesome general manager, Mm -hmm. always loved being out in the road, and he felt like he had to see the players personally. And, you know, everybody's got their own reason for doing things. I like to get out there and see it. So I'm going to get out to a game tomorrow. Um, Next week when we go to Pittsburgh, on the way there, I'll get a chance to see another game. I'll get to some practice. So basically as the season progresses – what I try to do is balance being in the building with John and staying on top of our roster with getting out there and seeing some of my area scouts and seeing some of the players in each area. What game are you going to tomorrow? Who are you seeing? Uh, I'm going to see Texas A&M at Colorado. Ooh, okay. I love it. And then you just go there. And so you do you have guys that you're thinking of who you're already in mind? Like how do you approach something like that before you do that, before you then obviously head home for, for your game on Monday? Yeah, I'll look at our scouts' reports, which will take me in the right direction of who the guys to watch are during the game. 
and I probably did four or five hours of work on guys, you know, this week that are in that game. So at least I'd have a preview of what they look like a year ago. And then I'll be down on the field pregame, kind of getting the body types and my notes pregame. And then there'll be a few guys that I'll focus on with the binoculars from the press box. What do you think of the realignment going on, right, with Oklahoma, Texas going to the SEC? How do you think this is this constant shifting? There's now a historic alliance between three conferences. How do you think that's going to affect talent evaluation or the, the caliber of players that are going to come to the next level? Mike, do you think anything on this front or what? I don't think I'm smart enough to think anything about that right now. Okay. Um, my brain cells are limited, and, and I no, okay. I kind of have to be geared a certain way. And you know, Rich, there's a lot of there's seminal change right now in in college sports in general. Right. You know, from paying the players to to the realignments, and I think the rich get richer, and the number of conferences get smaller, and um, you know, I think there are an awful lot of different ways to look at both those issues. And, and again, I think it's just going to shake out over time. Mike Mayock here, Las Vegas general manager, uh, right here on the Rich Eisen Show, Raiders and Ravens on Monday Night Football coming up. So what, uh, how has Gus Bradley's arrival uh, helped shape your roster in a way and some of the moves that we've been seeing over the last couple of days and weeks and months as well, Mike? Well, I... First of all, um, Gus embraces communication, both amongst his coaches, the players, and me. And, you know, he walked in the door, and we've got a pretty good feel for what he prefers by position, body types, what they look like, how they move, what they look like, what they smell like. You know, he's very specific, and that helps us evaluate players. Um, The communication skills that he displays and the leadership skills – I think are top level. Um, and I think anytime you get a guy like that at any position in your building, it's helpful. So he's been great to work with on a bunch of different levels. Uh, and I think the players have uh, responded to his approach. Um, and the goal, you know, on Monday night is to play fast and, and, and keep it simple. So how different will it look? I mean, what can you tell your fans who are hoping that the Raiders' defense shows up in a manner that is uh, a little bit more stout and something you've even referred to uh, needing improvement. How do you think that's going to look? What can you tell Yeah, we weren't very good last year, and and we obviously need to get better. And I think any time you're talking about getting better in the NFL, it's a combination of, of talent and coaching. And there's no real ratio. It's just you need better players, and uh, you need to coach them up. And so we, we made a concerted effort to get better on defense, both in free agency and the draft. Um, I think Gus has done a great job of galvanizing that group of men. And to be really honest, I mean, we've got some guys that have d- done it individually at the NFL le- level, but I'm really anxious to watch how we play collectively against one of the benchmark teams in this league, the Baltimore Ravens. How big a year is this for Abram, Mike? Walk me through this this kid who you had such uh, great regard for using one of your multiple first-round picks on a couple of years ago, and he's been banged up. How, how big is this a year for him and his evaluation and his career? Hi, it's Mike. a big year for him. It's a big year for a lot of our guys. But, I mean, for John specifically, he I think he's got to show two things. Number one, that he can stay healthy. And number two, that he can play at a high level consistently. And those are his two challenges. Okay, and then who, how's the general health of your team going into the season? 
Uh, knock on wood, we feel pretty good. Um, every team in the league is dealing with issues right now, and you know all we can control is what we can control. Okay, and how's uh, Jacobs? Is he healthy? You, is he ready to roll? In oh, I think he'll be fine. I mean, Josh is Josh one of the toughest kids on our team, and um, we just think the sky's the limit for Josh Jacobs. What's the challenge for the uh, for this team against the Ravens on Monday night? The matchup, the X's and O's here that you're looking forward to playing out on Monday night well, here for you. I, I don't know. I mean, on offense, obviously, Rich, I think a storyline for us, it's less Raven intensive and more, you know, how are we going to look up front with our revamped offensive line? You know, how are our wide receivers going to respond, our young wide outs? And on defense, uh, can we affect the quarterback? You know, and, and if you're talking about the Ravens, can we stop the run? I mean, they've had an awful lot of injuries uh, recently at the running back position specifically, but number eight still available. So uh, when number eight's on the field, there's a big play waiting to happen. How are you enjoying being a GM, Mike? I mean, I know it's been a couple of years now. How you uh, you you like it? You enjoy it? This is what you envisioned, everything? Well, I'm enjoying it a lot more this year now that I'm more like a GM than I was last year when I was a COVID manager. <laughs> Um, but if, if we don't win more games, I'm probably going to be back there sitting next to you. Uh, well, I, you know, uh, first of all, uh, I'm, I'm not a- big on the elephant in the room, you know, Rich. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there is that elephant, you know, and, and, um, that's kind of why I'm like asking if you're enjoying it because there's so much talk about you and Gruden and the decisions and the making of the roster and some of the decisions that were recently made. Is there anything you want to address on that front since we're the elephant is sitting right there? Mike? Rich, I'm 63 and I'm, and I'm pretty pragmatic and I knew what I was getting into. I've been a football person my whole life. And at the end of the day, you either win enough games or you don't. And I think we're getting to, for me, and I think we're getting to a critical juncture. we got to win some games. And it starts with Monday night football against the Baltimore Ravens right here uh, on Westwood One. And, uh, Mike, I, I I don't know if you saw, we uh, we opened the new uh, studio for NFL Network. You wouldn't believe it. If, you know, I know you're going to have a game in SoFi. You should just come next door and just take a look for a minute. It's unbelievable. I've Mike. heard that. Uh, we played the Rams preseason, and, and oh, people okay. were kind of buzzing about it because you were almost done construction at R- that point. Right. It's incredible, Mike. You would you, Honestly, you would not believe it. And a lot of it is due to some considerable hard work by all the people that you've known for a very long time, um, and it includes you. So you should, you should please stop by and, and check it out. You know, it really is. It's been a long time since you – Nailed Aaron Rodgers dropping all the way down to 24th overall when we were talking on NFL Total Access in 04 to today. It's cr- it's crazy. You would well, I would I would imagine that it's probably not going to reduce the amount of time you spend talking about quarterbacks, regardless of the digs. Well, you know, Mike, I I, I will tell you this. Uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Uh, the Rich Eisen show got into the name image and likeness business with uh, a partner gorilla glue and we're given name image and likeness deals to guys in the trenches and people who make tackles and we're not we're we're and if it's a quarterback it's going to be somebody that at a school that's not expecting the the money and the attention because that's what we do here that's we're punters. pretty cool rich you're, you're punters. always about giving back <laughs> mike you take care of yourself we'll chat again soon okay Appreciate Thanks, the time. Talk to you soon. Yeah, it's Mike Mayock, the general manager of the Las Vegas Raiders.
right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I didn't think we'd touch on the elephants. No, he's like, I'm, you know, not big on the elephant in the room. <laughs> he's got to win more games. He's 63. He's pragmatic. I think they're going to do it. I like the Raiders this year. Well, again, folks are like wondering where the roster moves are coming from and whether it's him or it's John. Mm-hmm. And... Or both, and why? And Mayock saying that's my fifty-three. Let's get to work. And if not, he'll be sitting right back next to me. Which, by the way, me, him, DJ, and Charles Davis come at us. Come at us. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we did that in Philadelphia at that draft. Yeah. Me, him, DJ, Charles Davis. One of the best draft coverages oh. of all time. Certainly since it was in Mayock's Philadelphia neighborhood. No, and he maybe. was just letting his Philly f- freak flag maybe fly. Maybe the most fun draft, too, in terms of what went on. All right, that's, that's coming up on Monday Night Football. Um, and joining us coming up in the next segment is the other side of the coin. And then some more of your phone calls at 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We still have uh, Chris Brockman's Sneaky Good Games and TJ Jefferson's Big Ass Grab Bag, words I've never said into a microphone before. (laughs) Mark Andrews of the Ravens coming up. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. If you wouldn't mind, I would love to to role play with you, just real briefly, Gronk. Okay, where I play the role of somebody that I'm kind of familiar with, and you play the role 
of somebody that you're familiar with, if you don't mind. Um, I'm going to play a, a guy who went to Michigan, um, okay, who's a leader in his field. Uh, his name is Tom. And you play the role of a tight end with a Hall of Fame resume, okay? And the time is going to be, hmm, let's go, hmm, November 1st, 2019. In the future, not too distant future. Are, are, would you mind if we quickly role play this out? All right, we got one, we got one scene. Okay, here we go. One scene. Here we go. Ready, uh, Chris? Say action when you got it. Okay, ready. All right, guys. Ready? All right, guys. Ready? Yes. Action. Hey, Rob. It's Tom. How you been? Hey, Tom. Good, man. I've been doing great, man. You're you're still killing it. You're like. 42 years old now, I mean. Yeah. I know you miss me, Tom. I know you do. I do. I do. Gronk, I do, man. We. It's not just me. It's It's everybody. We all miss you. And, you know, things are going great. You know, Bill's a pain in the ass. But it's really, you know, it's really, it's really something that could be better with you. Would you, would you think of coming back and playing with me, Rob? Oh, Tom, I mean... You know I miss you too. I miss the guys, but I'm just chilling, man. I'm I'm down in the Bahamas right now, just relaxing. I got I'm sipping my water, and I got I got your electrolytes in it, Tom. So <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, baby. I got the electrolytes in the water, and I'm sipping on a protein margarita, Tom. So I'm just chilling. Thank you. I love you. I miss you. But there's but I'm just relaxing, homie. There's no chance, Rob. This is Tom. This is Tom. You know, call me when you get to the playoff. <laughs> <laughs> and see. Cut. <laughs> Rob, Rob, you're a natural, man. You are a oh. natural. You're a natural. That was great. That, that was so funny. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It sounded that was lifelike to me. I thought that was pretty good. That was good. Okay. <laughs> Two touchdowns last night, ninety yards. I mean, dude, if Gronk looks like Gronk Jeez. of old, yeah, like knocking the rust off from last year. If last year was a knock the rust off year and they won it all anyway, holy crap. Yeah. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. That was Mike Mayock of the Raiders. Raiders. The Raiders. Uh, I will be, uh, again, this is um, a game on Monday Night Football, the worldwide leader in sports, big bag of leaves, and uh, Lewis Riddick and Brian Greasy will be back in the booth to wrap up week number one. Um, and, um, and I will be on uh, the radio on Westwood One every single Monday night. I will be hosting the pregame and halftime show of Monday Night Football. Love it. So You fancy, huh? Just trying to keep planting flags, folks. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to do. And um, so I'll be there, and it'll be great. It'll be a lot of fun every single Monday night. Just spoke to Mike Mayock, but let's be a little bit more fair and balanced and talk about the other side as our next guest on the phone line, Chris. He is. He's entering his fourth year in the National Football League, third-round pick in the 2018 draft, and he signed a four-year, $56 million contract extension on his 26th birthday. Happy birthday to you, Baltimore Ravens tight end Mark Andrews. How are you, Mark? 
Hey, Rich, thanks for having me on. Um, you know, like you said, it was an incredibly good birthday. Um, couldn't have asked for anything more, man. I'm incredibly blessed. Yeah, I mean, uh, if somebody had told you growing up, uh, hey, on your 26th birthday, you're going to sign a four-year, $56 million extension with an NFL franchise, what would you have said? <laughs> uh, man, I would have thought you were crazy, man. But um, I've been working a long time for this. Um, a lot of hard work that has been put into this. And, um, you know, sports have been my whole life. So, um, you know, just to be able to have that, to, to be able to do that my birthday with the Ravens, um, you, know, you really can't ask for anything more. Man, this is an incredible place, um, a place where they love football, they love winning. Um, and that's what I'm all about. If I told you on draft night that you would sign a contract, multi-million dollar contract extension before Baker Mayfield, your college teammate, what would you have said on that night? Um, I probably would have said you're crazy again, man. Uh, again, man, there's been a lot of hard work. Um, you know, there's been a lot of people that, um, you know, throughout my career have doubted me and, and whatnot. So um, just to be able to have this contract and, and, and stuff like that, it's awesome, man. So um, obviously being able to, to one-up guys like, like Bake and, and Orlando, um, you know, is, is good for me. Mark Andrews here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line here uh, on the Friday of the NFL season, kicking off prior to the Monday night game between his Ravens and the Raiders. So did you watch Do you watch the season opener? Did you check that one out? Mark? Yeah, I did. You I did. did. I, I, I kind of tuned out around the third quarter, uh, but I was able to watch. Um, both teams looked really, really good. Um, Gronk looked really, really good. So mm. that, was, that was fun to see. Um, but, you know, a lot of competition. But it feels awesome, man, having the NFL season back. And um, obviously you got to watch the opener and see how things go. But, um, you know, football's back, man. So, yeah, I'm just wondering, how do you watch a game like that as a player oh. in the NFL? What are you, yeah, what are you looking yeah, for? It's, uh, what are you I mean, you know, for me, it's, you know, I, I try to – it's hard to watch, you know, the games on TV just because you watch film and stuff like that. So um, I kind of approach it the same way I watch film. You know, I watch the tight ends, um, and then I watch the defense see what they're doing. So what do you see when you see Gronk? What do you think of when you see Gronk? Um, he looks really, really good. Um, he's doing a lot of good things. You could tell that you know him and um, Brady have been doing this for a long, long time. Um, they look like they're in midseason form. And you, you know, do you uh, aspire or think you've reached there? And you could just shoot me straight. The the elite uh, status of tight ends. I mean, you've got a contract like one. You definitely have numbers like one. We talk in the media quite a bit about Gronk. Another eighty-seven. In Kansas City, um, also Kittle, Waller gets a lot of run. Do you feel like you get enough run? Mark yeah, you know, I think when you think about a guy like Gronk, um, you know, he's in a whole another you know level you know in and of itself. And there may be a couple guys with him, but um, you know he's he's a guy that you got to hold up at the highest pedestal. He may be the top of that Mount Rushmore, and um, you know just him being able to to win. Yeah, I think it's been four Super Bowls now. Um, you know that speaks uh, you know you know volumes. So um, you know I do you know have a lot of confidence in my skills, and, and um, you know I think I'm at the highest level and elite level um, at the game right now and I, I can compete with all those guys um, but a guy like him you got to give him his respect you know all right Mark Andrews let's talk about what happened in practice on Thursday we all heard about it and it just blew my mind just as a fan uh, that Gus Edwards and Marcus Peters both out with um, season-ending knee injuries that we're all um, expecting here what um, what can you tell me about practice walk me through where you were what happened 
in practice on Thursday. Yeah, both of them. I think for Marcus's one, it was towards the end, uh, just like Gus's. But, uh, um, you know, it happened. Um, everyone saw it and kind of, you know, everyone kind of, you know, went quiet and, and stuff like that. It was one of those freak accidents. And then I think it was a play later or two plays later, we flipped around. Um and then you see Gus go down. I was actually on the field for that one. And um, same thing, a freak accident, man. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you don't expect that to happen. It's, it's part of the game, but um, kind of a back-to-back, same practice, and, and the stuff that we've been through all off season. Um, it just sucks, man. But at the same time, you just got to pray for those guys, um, keep their heads up, and then keep our heads up, man. We got a great team, a really deep team. Um, that's what Baltimore is all about, bringing a lot of great players in um, that can play football. So, um, you know, to, to, to count us out, you know, that's all right. But uh, we're going to be hungry and ready to go. Well, obviously, this comes on the heels of J.K. Dobbins also being out for the season. How how does that potentially shake your team? I know you say you're you want to – you know, uh, use this potentially as um, a stepping, uh, I guess, a, a way for you to move forward. But I, I, just in the moment, how, how do you as a team handle something like this? Yeah, you know, it, you know, JK, again, it's it's tough. But, you know, um, as a team, um, and, and and again, as a running back group, we still have a lot of great guys. You know, the, um, Tyson's going to do, do his thing, man. He's balled out all preseason. Um, we got a lot of confidence in him. Uh, we got a lot of confidence in the rest of the guys in that group and in this offense and in Lamar. Um, and so, you know, there's not a lot of confidence lost in this team. You know what I'm saying? So um, we're going to be ready to go. Uh, you know, our, our hair is going to be on fire um, Monday night, ready to play the Las Vegas Raiders, man. That's what it's all about. Did uh, the coach gather everyone around? Did somebody in the locker room talk about it? Or you just all just you know, uh, have your quiet conversations and, and then uh, strap on the chin strap and go. Yep. So, uh, you know, on the field, we kind of just said our prayer, um, ended practice just a couple of plays early, um, you know, said that prayer. And then today um, uh, we had a little meeting, team meeting, and um, just talking about, you know, what's going on. Um, obviously, um, we're all extremely sad for those guys, like I said, and, and that was reiterated. Um but again, uh, we're in a fighting mood, and that's kind of what you know Harbaugh, you know, relayed to us is that um, you know we're 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 you know not backs up against the wall, but we're we're in a fighting mode. You know, people are counting us out. You know, people are saying this and that. You know, we're having these injuries, but um, you know we got to be ready to go. We got a great team. We got a lot of great players, um, and we got a lot of fighters on this team. So um, that's what it's about for us. Mark Andrews, few minutes left here with the Baltimore Ravens Pro Bowl tight end, fresh with a new four-year contract extension right here on the Rich Eisen Show. So w- what about the passing game, can you tell us? Um, how dynamic can it be? This has been something that's been under the microscope, microscope about stretching the field, putting points on the board fast if you need to, as opposed to the, the grinded-out method that your team is so famous for to protect a lead. What can you tell us about that, Mark Andrews? Yeah, yeah I think we've done a great job of – of one, we got a uh, we brought in you know two really good um, you know coaches in the receiving uh, receiving game and um, that are going to really complement Giro and, and what he's able to do. Um, you know we've worked really hard this off season in OTAs and training camp and throwing the ball and you know we've we've really been clicking. So I think it's going to be dynamic. I know it's going to be dynamic and um, you know I'm excited to go out there Monday night against the Raiders, be able to show the, show the world what we can do, throw the ball around, um, let eight do his thing and and and, and all his you know supporting cast. Just, just help them out as much as we can. What's your favorite eight play 
that you um, what, give me your favorite eight play that you mentioned eight Lamar Jackson. What do yeah, you have for me? Um, I think for me it was probably um, I think it was my rookie year um, Chargers the first time we played them um, in in the Chargers stadium um, ran a line route uh, kind of just right across the field Lamar threw a perfect ball um, right in stride and was able to score like a sixty yard touchdown. I love that you chose a passing play. I think yeah, I'm ser- no I'm serious because again it's remarkable guy was an MVP. Um, and still it's the same guy, uh, but it, it's usually the play, like say him running one in against the Titans last year in a playoff game that was so crucial mm-hmm. for you yeah, and the team. Stuff time and time again, man, but again, I mean, the, the pass was to me, so it helps out a little ah, bit. <laughs> there is no I in Mark and Andrews a little bit. They just heard one come out right there. No so doubt. so uh, with you taking on the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday Night Football on Westwood One Radio, um, what's the biggest challenge this Raiders defense presents? It, it's a new defensive coordinator in, in Gus Bradley. What do you what do you expect to see from them right now? Yeah, um, you know I know that you know they're going to play hard. Uh, they're going to be physical. Um, they're going to run to the ball. Um, all those things that great defenses do. Um, and and you know they they kind of have that you know Seattle three system. Um, so we're going to be you know obviously expecting that, and looking at that, and um, their front seven or front eight really is is really really good. And then um, being able to detect their secondary, uh, which is which is going to be um, obviously they they play a lot of zones. So being able to see that and, and being able to to fit in those zones is what we're looking for. Okay, and then you know you'll have to have your head on a swivel there. It's the first time with fans. There's a, a nightclub, I guess. There's all sorts of bells and whistles. <laughs> In that stadium, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Do you, I don't know if you did they set up like a nightclub at practice to sort of simulate what you're going to have to deal with in the game uh, conditions. Or no, no like clubs, that? man. But uh, again, it's exciting, man, to be able to play the first game in that stadium. Um, I know that place is going to be rocking. You know, as a football player, that's kind of what you live for. Um, on the road, um, everyone's booing. Um, you know, against you when you're on offense, um, and be able to quiet that down. Uh, so that's exciting for us, man. That's what I look for, and I know this team, you know, kind of thrives in that situation. Sort of uncork your own bottle service no doubt right is what you're saying we'll, we'll do it after the game yeah little ravens on the rocks is what you're saying straight up ravens on the rocks that's okay. right i like that okay trendy. okay very good hey mark andrews thank you for the time greatly appreciate it congrats on your gig and your and your deal um let's do this more often i appreciate no doubt, it rich it was great talking with you right back at you that's mark andrews getting set for monday night football against the las vegas raiders right here on the rich eisen show mark andrews saying they're in a fighting mood that the team had a meeting. I mean, that has to take place. Just like, okay, we just lost two of our guys again. Yeah. We lost two more of our guys. Let's talk about it. Let's get everything off our chest about anything. About how upset you are, how angry you may be at the circumstances, and let's go. First up, Las Vegas. It's going to be a nice game. I mean, it's the Browns' division. It's their division to win and lose. That's it. I think they've got the best top to bottom roster. They really do. I know the Ravens just said that they're, you know, you just said they were a deep team. This is it. Here we go. Pick your poison is what Baker Mayfield said Odell Beckham's return means. You want to stop him? Okay, there's Jarvis. Want to stop Jarvis? Okay, there's him. You just want to stop the passing game? There's Chubb. There's Hunt. I'm so excited for it. Terzo in Iowa. It's been a while. What's up, counselor? 
How are you? Line one hey, there. What's up, guys? I figured I'd give you a call after a long hearing this morning, and I needed a little pick-me-up. Okay. What up, counselor? Okay. Did you win or you lose? Hey, t- oh, well, it's a juvenile matter, Rich, so no one ever really wins. They're oh. kind of just really tough cases. <laughs> Excellent answer, Terzo. Nice. All right, what's going on? What's on your mind sports-wise? Hey, so last night's game was was a lot of fun. It was it was enjoyable. Sure TK, was. your team showed up more than I thought they were going to. Happy to see Dak looking the way he is, man. That was that was fun to watch. No doubt. There was just one thing that I may have changed about it, and this this might go against the grain a little bit here, but I think I might have gone for it on fourth and sixth there in the fourth. There's just too much time on the clock to give the ball back to Brady, man. And I would have trusted Dak to get the job done and to keep the ball out of his hands because TB12 just can't be stopped. Are you talking about instead of going for it with Zerline? Instead of kicking the field goal. Wow, that instead would have been – goal. I don't know. The number of times that they trotted Zerline out inside the 10 last night, right? I mean, yeah. uh, it just doesn't uh, – that would have been very un-McCarthy-like right there. Oh, uh, trust, me, trust me, I know. But, uh, Rich, I think even Steve Young might have said this on uh, on one of your shows or NFL. Yes. Uh, the, more ki- the more field goals you kick, the closer you get to losing. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. That's Terzo, Terzo in Iowa. Hey, the the silver lining again, like I said, there's two silver linings. One I didn't mention before. One is that Dak looked terrific, and he's worth every penny. Yeah. And, you know, he didn't wilt at all. As a matter of fact, he shined. I mean, that's what you need out of a Dallas Cowboys quarterback, for crying out loud. And, and then the other one is that uh, T.J. Jefferson predicted they're going to win the next eight games anyway. In his win-loss contest. <laughs> did you write that down when he did it? I got it right here. Oh, baby. Of course he wrote it down. <laughs> eight, I don't, eight straight? Yep. Here's the deal, though. And, I and, and saying they're going 13 and 4. I, Rich, I never said 13 and 4. I said 11 and 6. I have it written. Why do here. I have it written down? Because that was a number you randomly threw oh, out there. Oh, no. And then there's another one next to it. It says 11 and 6. Yeah. And that, and then because you, you took another crack at it, and then you so, clouded okay, me, so and sorry. then you gave yours, and you made them ten and seven. I did. So I was like, "What's the difference? no?" It's okay. My bad. You say they're going to win the next six in a row. Then. But here's the deal, though, Rich. Honestly, I believe this. If I didn't write it down on your paper bag, on a brown paper bag, then <laughs> I don't think anything that happened before the emergence of the brown paper bag should ever count. So I think it's I should be given mulligans. If you believe it. Thank you, George. So I'm just saying, you know, the brown <laughs> paper six, bag changes all. That's okay. TJ thinks the next six are W's. Easy. At the Chargers. Ever, they're going to be across the street from, are you gonna uh, from go the network. Next week? If somebody takes me, uh, somebody stop takes being you. so cheap. Just buy a <laughs> damn exactly. ticket. Dude, it, you're, if somebody takes you, this somebody who could take you is called stub. What, you know, like, go for it. There's so many different internet sites so that you can just go ahead and just go. Avenues. Look, man, I'm not comfortable being around a large group of people. That makes sense. I, I get it. I get right. it. I it's understand. Yeah, um, sure. Also, you know, for as great as going to sporting events are, and they're really fantastic, right? Nothing really beats just sitting on the couch in the crib and just being able to That's rewind why, and fast forward no, and pause and I totally hear you. take my screenshots no, for Twitter. Now, you it, can't it, do the pausing and all of that stuff, but that's why there's an Oculus in... in <laughs> yeah, have you been to that stadium? No, I haven't that's why been to that stadium. That, you, <laughs> can, you, can, you, can, you can watch the game from that. I get it. And the same way that Jerry's like, yeah, we know that you want to stay home and watch the game on your beautiful 4K, what have you. We'll just put a big-ass screen between the 20s in our stadium. <laughs> Yeah. And that's the point of it. I'm serious. That's it's just the like they're trying to recreate the viewing in your own household with a huge television screen. But, Rich, I can't do my job to the fullest no, if I can't sit it, at home and, like, make, now, think how many gifts it. and stuff that I make during football season, guys. Just think about that. Wow. A lot. There's two ways to look at it. Wow. 
TJ is a lead pipe wielding professional who That's takes his job seriously for the Rich Eisen show. The other, he's, he's a cheap ass cowboy fan who <laughs> wants to stay home. Okay. Ladder. You think it's what Look, it is? Look, I'm not cheap. I'm frugal. All right. There's a big difference. All right. We'll take some more phone calls and I stop T- listening. TJ's big ass grab bag. Yeah, buddy. When we come back, I have no idea what five, what group of five is in TJ's. <laughs> Big-ass grab bag for the week, but that's coming up next. And your phone calls at 844-204-RICH on a Football Friday. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Anthony Anderson, he's over there with TJ right now. He told a story. We're back live on the air, by the way. Put the photograph up. Yeah, we're back. Put we're the back. photograph up. Anthony, do you got, is he still wearing his mic? Okay, yeah, just real quick, tell the story. Can you tell the story real fast? With that photograph, oh, so we're, we're in Monaco, at uh, the International uh, Television Festival. Okay, let's put this. And Prince Albert, yeah, and, and, and Prince Albert is, 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 I'm friendly with Prince Albert. So when you're at, when you're at the castle, when you're at the palace, yeah. you're not allowed to take pictures. And so we're taking pictures and they're like, they come stop me. And I was like, no. Prince Albert said we can take I can take pictures and they shrink away and so I go to every black person there and you saw the group of us 50 cent myself TJ um, (laughs) yeah so um, I was like hey guys we're gonna take a black picture at the palace (laughs) and they were like what I said we're gonna take a black picture at the palace and they're like okay and they're like when I was like you'll know when so 10, 5 or 10 minutes later, people are in various conversations. I was like, okay, it's time to take the picture. So I just give the call. <laughs> and people are mid-conversations. And it, oh, I'll be right back. I got to go take the black picture. <laughs> so we all gather around the steps in the back. I think, back picture one I, think I was in the middle of getting someone's phone number, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're in the middle. And we just, we go in the back and, you know, we, we take a picture. Jesse Smollett, 50 Cent, myself, my wife. TJ. TJ Jefferson. TJ. Now of the Rich Eisen Show. You know, yeah. From, from, from Monaco to El Segundo. <laughs> <laughs> that was when we were first beginning to learn that TJ Jefferson had many, many layers. <laughs> now we know so much more about him. Now we know he's got a big-ass grab bag that we're like about that to... music cut. 
That was good. Very good. Now, that was from back in the day. And, um, you know, just know so many people. Like Stephen Amell was on earlier this week. He's just like, yeah, my, my wife wants to say hi. And just like, TJ. Like, okay. <laughs> I had no idea. I mean, I knew some people back in you the know, day. So, you know a lot of people from yeah. back in the day. Okay, so still to come here uh, on our show is what we're about to do with TJ. And then you, of course, have got um, uh, the sneaky good games way of going. This is how we roll our football Friday. Yep. Brockman gives you some things with a minus or a plus, And then there's the over. By the way, there, last night on NFL Network, there was an O slash U on the screen. Yeah, Rich, you can talk about it now. Uh, no, I still can't. Why? Believe it or not. Oh, come on. Dude, don't let me get into it. This is something you don't want me to get into. But um, but we did say that I did say that on last night on the air. I'm like, you know, the something other than the, the set is new around here. That there's an O and a U on the screen with a slash next to them, <laughs> slash in between them. That's that's new. My favorite Definitely types new. of numbers. I know, so. right? Eight four four two zero four. Rich is the number to dial back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, when was the last time you seriously considered your dream? I mean, just seriously sat down and considered your dream. It's been a long time, I'm sure. What happened? I say it's time you and your dream get back together. Think about it. You could live the van life in a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. You could tour around all 423 national park sites, build a mountain cabin with your dad, or start your own business, really, whatever you dream up. And it's a Mercedes-Benz van we're talking about. So expect innovative features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist. Expect amazing performance and reliability. There's an MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network, and, of course, an available gas engine, and it's like, well, a dream. What do you say? Head to a Mercedes-Benz van dealership right now and get that Sprinter. Tell them your dream sent you. And, of course, the Rich Eisen Show sent you. Yeah, of course. Also, of course. hey, folks, uh, there's going to be a lot of Notre Dame fans out there looking for the Notre Dame game this week. Look no further than right here on Peacock. You can stream the Notre Dame versus Toledo game exclusively on Peacock Saturday at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Do not miss a moment of the action. Be sure, if you're listening to us right now and you're not on Peacock, you got to get Peacock. It's live and exclusive. PeacockTV.com to sign up now. Toledo versus Notre Dame. Trying to follow up that W against Florida State, against Toledo, right here on Peacock. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Let's go to Pete in Richmond, Virginia. What's up, Pete? Hello, gentlemen. It's hello, gentlemen. It's been a while. What up, Pete? Pete, 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 how you doing? Peter. How y'all doing? What's Everything. Up? Um, Rich, real quick question for you. Have you ever heard the saying clothes only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades? I have heard that, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Oh, TJ, TJ, TJ. <laughs> oh, Peter. I'll give you this. Peter, you Peter, a good Peter. football team, but you're not on the caliber of the Buccaneers. But I do want to ask you this, TJ. Yes, sir. And then I'm going to let you go. When you guys were getting ready to kick that field goal Mm -hmm. and the camera cut to Tom Brady and that look on his face when he was looking across the sidelines and there was over a minute left, did you think you had any chance of winning the football game? I'm going to hang up. You gentlemen have a blessed weekend. Thank you, Pete. You too, Pete. Thanks, Peter. Hey, Brockman, you want to ask me that question again? I'm thinking my answer here. Here you go. Did you think – Did you think – when the NBC Sunday Night Football on NBC cameras and, you know, mm-hmm. Fred Gadelli and Drew Essikoff and the terrific team. Terrific best in the team. business. I mean, the that they found somehow they had a camera dedicated to Tom Brady <laughs> mm-hmm. on the sideline. And they decided, you know what, 84 seconds to go. Mm-hmm. 
it's a field goal game. Field goal wins it. Doesn't have to go the full length of the field. Just a portion of the field. Uh, one timeout left. Let's show a shot of Tom Brady. Great choice, Fred and Drew. Um, did you think, sitting at home where you were, where I was, you had a shot on this green earth to win that football game? Um, no. There you go. There you go. No. <laughs> I just, you know, I wanted to come out here and be like, yeah, I thought it was over, but I felt like everyone else felt. There was time yeah, on the clock. Man, that's Tom that Brady dude's Tom over Brady. There. Like, we oh, have no. it's, it's, bad luck. It's a movie we've seen before. Yeah. The calls are coming from within the house. That sequel never gets old, yeah. man. Yeah, Rich. So, no, I was, uh, yeah, I was in the Which glass box of emotion. It, it makes it all the more amazing. Christopher, can you look it up? Because I don't have it in front of me. Sure, what do you need? Look up the Buccaneers 2020 schedule. When were they in SoFi against the Rams? When was that game last year? Bucks at Rams, which could be the NFC Championship game this year, a lot of people are thinking, right? Could be. So when was that game? What week was that game? Well, they were, they were, it was in Tampa. Tampa, okay. So, then what, 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 so that what game was, was that? Uh, Monday, November 23rd. Okay. So that's usually That was week 11. Because week 12, the next week was against the Chiefs at home, correct, Chris? Right? They played the Chiefs week the next 11. week. Okay, so it's week 11. Yeah. Then they lost to the Chiefs when, yep. you know, Tyreek Hill lit them up in that first quarter. So that, that was in a three of four losing stretch. Correct. They lost to the Saints, they won at Carolina, then lost back-to-back to the Rams and Chiefs. And then they haven't lost since. They've won nine in a row. Yeah, since. so they were off the following week, right. and, and then, they rattled off. Correct. Uh, nine straight wins, including yes. last year's playoffs and then last night's opener. Exactly. It's amazing that the Rams, if you remember, kicked the ball, punted it back to the Bucks willingly. Just said, we're just going to make you burn your timeouts, and then we'll give it back to you. Yeah, you take it. You take it. And we'll let Donald and Jalen Ramsey and the rest of our defense handle it. That's how out of sync everything was in Tampa. And that's still in the Super Bowl season of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is why now when Brady's in a routine and is more familiar with the offense, things can be particularly dangerous. Now it's let's show a shot of Brady ready to take out Elm Street because he's the nightmare, bro. With the fingernails and all. Back in the day, he was defanged in week 11. Rams willingly flipped the... F- I remember that. They were like, that's how bad this offense is going on with Tampa and Tom. Is that the Rams are like, yeah, this is the moment where Brady normally dominates and just, you know, ruins our lives. Have it, Tom. Mm-hmm. That won't happen again. Last time somebody said, have it, Tom. That was it. Because, you know, Tom was way behind the next week, and then nobody said have it, Tom, since then. All right, ready uh, for T.J. Jefferson's big-ass grab bag, number two? Let's do it. Okay, last time we did this, it was just <laughs> T.J.'s top five. We don't have a drop for this yet, have we? We don't have that? No, no? We got a little background. Oh, we music. do got some. Okay, yeah, that's your music. Okay. Hey, before, guys, before I oh, want there to... there it is. There, look at that. T.J.'s top five, <laughs> a.k.a. T.J.'s big-ass grab bag. Oh, we've got your now... Famed paper bag is part of this. We're going to just keep adding just keep different adding, graphics. Adding, All right. You got about five minutes, TJ. Five minutes. Okay, we make Go this quick. It. First and foremost, guys, real quick, I want to say this. A buddy of mine passed away last weekend. I want to give him a shout. Say what up, Foo. Foo Facts. This one is for you, brother. All right. Uh, we're going to go top five today, guys. And my top five this week is going to mm-hmm. be, because remember earlier in the week, you talked about being a hype man. And I said that after Flavor Flav and Spliff Star, you were the third best hype man of all time. I remember that. And that was that. a beautiful thing. Yes, indeed. So talking hype man got me to think about sidekicks, right? Okay. So 
I decided today we're going to do top five sidekicks, TJ's top five sidekicks. And again, this not necessarily what I think are the five greatest, but these are five that I really like. And I'm really looking forward to hearing what everyone else has okay. to say. All right. So coming in at number five, everyone says that Howard Stern is the king of all media, right? Sure. All right. So a great king needs a great queen Robin to help Quivers. keep him in luck. Good yes, one. Robin yes, Quivers. Good choice. Number five. You know, Howard, As if you've watched the movie, you know he couldn't really be everything he wanted to be great, without buddy. Robin kind of holding him down and keeping him in check. So I want to, you know, give Robin her flowers and say the great Robin well Quivers. Done. I want to recognize her as one of the best sidekicks. Back in the day when time. they were on WNBC. I'll do it again. WNBC. I'm sorry. Coming in at number four. Okay, like... What you need out of a sidekick is someone you can really kick it with, right? And if yes. you're someone who talks a lot, you probably want someone who doesn't talk that much. Also, you want someone who wants to do a lot of the driving if you're on a road trip so you can rest. And more importantly, Chris, if if the ship goes down, yep. if, a, if a work turns into a shoot, as they say in wrestling, you want someone who's got your back that can really handle themselves. So who better to have your back than a seven-foot hairy Wookiee? That's right. Chewbacca. Chewbacca. All right. Coming in at number I like, four. That's a good one. I mean, that's why really wouldn't you good. want Chewbacca really a, a, as your guy, right? I mean, this is truly a big ass grab bag right now. <laughs> number four. It could be, I mean, you could not fit Chewbacca in any old size bag. And I, you couldn't. Okay, very All right. Good. Coming in at number three, I got the thing that I do that Brockman hates the most because even though it's five, I'm going to give you an extra one on right, this exactly. because I couldn't choose one. Sidekicks. We're talking television sidekicks. And the, the thing about these two sidekicks, is they took characters that were comic relief and probably background characters and just by the sheer will of their greatness as actors they embodied these characters and made them stars and the thing is i know both of these guys neither one of them are anything like the characters they portrayed yes. so i'm going to give a shout out to two of the greatest sidekicks of all time that's steven urkel and fez from family matters in that 70s show two great <laughs> sidekicks Two great guys. I've known Jaleel White for years. He's a great dude. And as you do. guys know, Wilmer Valderrama is <laughs> one of my best friends You're on tight. the planet Earth. Well done. So uh, two iconic characters. Who was characters. Urkel the sidekick too, though? He was uh, Eddie. Oh, okay. Yeah, Urkel. All so. right. That's a good. Uh, right. Now, coming in at number two. Okay, let's put it this way. If uh, if you're having a bad day, right? And let's say you get fired on a Friday on your day off. And I'm speaking from experience because it happened to me. <laughs> then you need a sidekick really that's going to keep your spirits high yes they're going to keep you up yes what better sidekick to have than Smokey from friday i mean smoke dog like that's the guy you want to hang out in the stoop tell all your problems to he's going to keep you entertained he's okay. going to keep you up now the only problem is he might get you into some trouble with red um and debo and big worm so you got to watch out for that but you know Smokey okay. would be the guy you'd want to all right have. so this is big the big this finish of T.J. Jefferson's <laughs> big-ass grab bag. All right, coming the in. The top at, sidekick of all time, yes, according to T.J. Jefferson. The number one sidekick of all time. This is a television show that I think we all loved and, and enjoyed. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's Turtle from Entourage. Hey, I, now, I wrote that down. Now, now, you're going to be saying, T.J., why Turtle from Entourage? And let me explain to you why Turtle from Entourage. You see, Turtle was a guy who came from the East Coast. And he moved to L.A. and he lived with a good looking movie star and he wore jerseys and hats and sweatsuits and he went and sat courtside at basketball games and he really lived the life. Yeah. And I the reason I picked him is because there was somebody else that I know of who moved from the East Coast 
and moved to LA and lived with a good looking movie star and wore jerseys and hats and sweatsuits. And that would be me. That was me. I used to be Turtle. All right. As you can see, I had the good looking movie star TV. I used to sit courtside at basketball games. You guys have never seen that Look picture. Look at that one. You know seen about that. that. Beyonce. Jay-Z. That's, not Jay-Z. that's not Photoshop? No, that's not Photoshop. That's oh your boy. It's your boy. <laughs> You're crazy for this one, Rick. Jay-Z. So just like Turtle, I moved from the East Coast. I live with a good look a movie star and I wore jerseys and hats and sweatsuits and that's why Turtle is my pick for the number one sidekick of all time. The, only, the only disagreement I would have is you you didn't move from the East Coast. You moved from the uh, Eastern it was time East, zone. It was the East Coast, baby. It was the East time Coast. Zone. I mean, it's a time, time zone. East Coast. Yeah, Altoona's not East Coast. Hey, watch your mouth now. Watch your mouth. Okay. <laughs> TJ's big-ass grab bag, everybody. Well done. Thank you, guys. Thank you. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Jerry O'Connell, a news update. Sneaky good games, and we'll take you to your football weekend. That's funny. I wrote down Turtle, too. Uh, I also wrote down Tubbs. Rock, okay. Rock do, yeah, tubs. that would be. I mean, well, there's so many. I, mean, I wrote down uh, Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> that's a, a great one, too. Sidekick. Yes. And I wrote down Chris Brockman. You hey! knew that was coming. I wrote down myself. Well, Del Tufo would be <laughs> outraged that he hasn't been mentioned here. I was waiting for that, too. Very rare. Look at me, T.J. Jefferson crescendo right there. That's not. That's that's a little out it's of really character. It's a little off brand. It's off brand. But you know, it, can it, we it, put it that fit. photograph again up? The the one that, of course, um, now it looked like you and Ashton were on the East Coast. That looked like a New York City. No, photograph that's actually me. here in L.A. That was the that right? 2005 All Star Game. Okay. No, no, oh, that oh, this, that, that, this that, picture. That picture. Okay, like, so the funny thing about this like is we are in Berlin. Oh, well, that's okay. So that's we're, very east. That's West <laughs> Germany. <laughs> right. We're in, okay. All right. And so we're, we're at a Starbucks, and uh, he we were there because he was doing press for a film called Just Married, and we were taking pictures, and we we're at Starbucks, and someone goes, "Hey, right behind you." That's the hotel that Michael Jackson held his baby out of. And we were immediately like, uh-huh. looking, we were looking at the Berlin Wall and they were like, wait, what? And we turned and we were so, all about the hotel. So that's why we were striking. That was me kind of at the end of my Shimon. <laughs> so that could, be, that could be East Germany. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And as opposed to East Coast. Yeah. All right. And then look, look, the, 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 uh, the big photograph. So you were sitting next to Jay Z. I was. Okay. And watched Ashton give a little bit of dap to Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah. And what are you thinking right there? I'm just going to act cool right here. Just got my <laughs> lollipop. I got my shades. I got to just act cool. And the, and the funny thing about those shades I just got to chill out. I got to be chill. Is that, what are you thinking right here? Those are prescription sunglasses, right? So I wore them into the game and I forgot my normal pair. Went So I was already like in the staples and I couldn't go back out. So that's why I was wearing sunglasses. What jersey are you wearing? Inside. That was an old school Atlanta Hawks. I Okay. Can't remember who. It and was who's the uh, who's the young lady to Ashton's left? Not part no, of the party. That is right that is the late Kim Porter, who was uh, used to be with uh, Sean Puffy Combs. The late Kim Porter, she passed away. What game was, was this? Go. Puffy was sitting right next to her. Leo DiCaprio was down Dude, there. Dude, and so you're just there with your lollipop <laughs> and your glasses, just chilling. Hey, just chilling. And the thing is, here's that was a funny <laughs> thing for me was because that was right when Jay Z the noise was he was going to buy the Nets. So I kept making comments to him the whole second half about Jamal McGlure and how he's going to look good. And, and, J- and I really had Jay-Z cracking up the entire second half. So that was a that was a moment for me. Big-ass <laughs> grab bag, T.J. Jefferson. Yeah, It's your boy. 